Okay, so we are on the road, and when I say we, I mean myself and three of my nieces, Tess, Amelia, and Dinah. We were had a girls' trip planned, and my sister was supposed to be with us, and her um, husband had to have emergency surgery. So, he is doing well at, the, at this moment, and the girls and I decided that we'd go ahead and go. But I wanted to share with y'all... Um, just who they are because they're pretty awesome and they're future entrepreneurs and Tess is already one so hopefully we can get some insights from them because I learned a lot from my students I learned a lot from my children and I learned a lot from Tess and my nieces so Tess actually um, runs and owns she's co-owner with my sister a shop called Anna and Anna in Corinth Mississippi and they actually started that what maybe a year last ago year. yeah last year last April so they've been at it a year and they've been pretty successful and um, so it was just a really good project for them and they're really into of course with all the girls they need clothing <laughs> so they started the boutique and they carry boutique clothing it's a pretty cool shop. You can check them out on Instagram and Facebook at and Anna and Anna Clothing Company. Um, and it is in Corinth, Mississippi, downtown in SoCo. But um, I just kind of wanted to share with y'all. We're headed to the beach. We're going to have a great time. And, you know, I have all boys. We've talked about that before. So I get a little bit of a estrogen feed this week and lots of good girly music. We just picked up Amelia from cheer camp at UNA and so we got to watch all the girls perform so I'm getting a good good dose of girls this week and um, I don't get a lot of that and I don't get a lot of downtime so this is going to be a great week so I hope we have a wonderful time and I'll come back to you later and we're going to talk about Tess and her journey and also how she and Anna started the shop. I wanted Anna to be on this too, but of course she didn't get to come. So we'll, we'll be talking with Tess later on this week. So we'll uh, see you soon. Hello, this is the Business Building by Design podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Jansen McGrath. I'm an entrepreneur, small business owner, mom, designer, and lover of all things beautiful. Are you looking to start a new business or are you wondering what am I doing and how did I get here? Then you're in the right place and it's time to do something about it. You can expect tips, strategies, one-on-one interviews with other professionals, and life lessons. I started this podcast to help other women in business be successful. I was thankful enough to have other women who mentored me throughout the years, and I want to give what was given to me. I truly hope that you listen, learn, laugh, but most of all, connect. Now, put on your seatbelt and let's roll. All right, so we're here at the beach, and I'm here with my nieces, and I gave you a little intro. You know, we had a little um, family emergency, so the girls and I came on, and um, we have been to the beach. We've got nice tans. We're sitting here. We probably watched maybe 15 episodes of Say Yes to the Dress. We got our hair braided. We've done all kinds of good things. So um, I just want to introduce you to my niece, Tess. And she and her mom, co-owners of Anna and Anna Clothing Company. And I told you a little bit about that before, but I wanted you to hear Tess's story. So she's going to tell us her story 
um, she's got kind of a special situation and, and then how she got started and how she and Anna have grown Anna and Anna Clothing Company in Corinth. Okay, so Tess, here you go. Go ahead. Okay, so about a week before I started my freshman year of college, I was running in my neighborhood, and I was on the last bit of the stretch of the run, and I hear dogs barking behind me. So I look around, and I see five pit bulls, behind me that are barking at me and everyone knows these pit bulls in the neighborhood they're very hostile they you know uh they're not nice to be around so I started to run the other way well of course I'm not faster than dogs so they caught up to me and you know they had me on the ground and I was it set in that I was being attacked by dogs. Uh, five pit bulls on you is not easy <laughs> to handle, especially when you don't have anything to defend yourself with. So I was on the ground for about a minute and a half to two minutes. And if you know this neighborhood, we live in Corinth, Mississippi. So uh, the back roads of Corinth, Mississippi, no one really drives on. It was a Sunday afternoon during COVID. So everyone was staying in. And I knew that there probably wasn't going to be a car coming to save me. So it kind of set in that, you know, I was going to die in this moment. And I hear a horn honking behind me. I look over, I start yelling, help, help, help. And it was a mail carrier. She was uh, carrying packages to the neighborhood that I lived in. And she pepper sprayed some of the dogs to where three ran away so I was stuck with two and that was more than enough fighting chance for me to get up and get into the mail carrier so I got up had a little bit of pepper spray in my eye but it's okay we love you know how I survived but we got into the and we got into the mail carrier she called 911 and then the ambulance came out to us where I was then airlifted to Memphis at the med. I had over 200 stitches. I had major, you know, damage to my face and neck. You know, I had eight staples to my head. I was getting stitched up for about nine hours, you know, in and out because of the medicine that they were administering to me. And then after that, I stayed in the hospital for seven days in the hospital in Corinth, Mississippi, Magnolia. I received excellent care, but I couldn't do anything for myself. I had my mom help me use the bathroom. She she showered me. She washed my hair. She helped me with anything that I needed help with you know and then after we got out of the hospital I was basically on bed rest for about a month after that just healing and going through many doctor's appointments in Memphis and surgeries and you know things like that but through it all I had the support of my community which I had no doubt about it because the community in Corinth is amazing specifically uh I woke up from 
I hadn't touched my phone in three days because I couldn't move my hands. And when I finally looked at it, my Facebook was just filled with pictures of me, people sending out prayers, people asking people for prayers, people from all over, you know, just knew my story from Facebook. And I, you know, I give thanks to everyone in Corinth for getting that out there because prayers were a big part of my recovery process. But um, after... I got, you know, back into the swing of things. I obviously didn't go to college because, you know, you really can't go to college when you're dependent on your mother for your health care. But so I had a little semester off where I could, you know, recover and, you know, spend time with my family. And, uh, you know, I was I'm one of those people. I'm like my aunt Emmy that. You know, if I'm sick or have to take time off of work, it kills me even more than the injuries I'm going through. Like, as soon as it happens, I was like, oh, no, I can't go to college. You know, I'm going to have to work more to get where I was. So I started online classes during the winter semester through Mississippi State. They were also great. They uh, held my scholarships. They sent me care packages, you know, they were there for me, and they, they made it known, but, uh, during that winter months, I, uh, I convinced my parents to get me a dog, she is a major part of my life, she is an emotional support animal, because, you know, if you go through something like that, you know, you can be scared of dogs, and, you know, it really helps me, because she's, she's a golden doodle named Demi, I got her when she was a year old, And if you know me or if you know anyone, they can tell you she is the love of my life. I am missing her so much at the beach. I look at pictures of her. I show everybody pictures of her that get sick because she is my baby and me and her are attached to the hip. But she is a major blessing. And about two weeks after I got Demi, my aunt texted me and my mom in a group chat and was like, so so-and-so is closing her Corinth location, which she ran a boutique, a very, you know, prominent boutique. Mm -hmm. Everyone knew about it. It was very popular. And she was like, she's closing her boutique. If y'all know anybody who wants to start a new boutique, she's selling everything in it. She's selling the fixtures, the inventory, everything you need to start a business. So, me and my mom, I went home that afternoon from work, and I was like, D- mom was telling me, because I didn't think my mom would be into it. She's not that. She's a nurse. She's very, you know, not business or Like, she's not a business mind like me and my aunt. But she looked at me, and I didn't even bring it up. She just said, so that would be fun. And I was like, what? And she was like, a boutique. And I was like, you're you're wanting to start a boutique and she was like I mean if you want to and I was like yeah I want to I was like let's do it and so we kind of just spurred the moment me and my mom were like okay let's go in it together and you know this is you know she started doing it for me because I didn't have anything to do during that time I had ample time to put into starting the business and so we came up with the name Anna and Anna right as we're signing the 
lease agreement because we had another name picked out and we just were on the fence about it. You know, we had been trying to come up with names. Nothing really sounded good. And then when I'm signing the lease agreement, I'm like, what about Anna and Anna? Because uh, my mom's name is Anna and my name is Anna Tess. So I'm named after her and I thought that would be really cute to, you know, name a boutique after. And everyone in there was like, that's really cute. That's really cute. So we, you know, scribbled out the name that was on there and put Anna and Anna Clothing Co. And, you know, that's how we really started it. My mom, she's fallen in love with the boutique as all of us have you know my sisters enjoy it I bring Demi up there all the time she really likes it because she believes that the people are coming in there for her and you know not really shopping around but she she enjoys it too and it's just been a major part of our lives and it's just really something that I've always wanted to do because I never you know when I went into college I was I picked my major before the dog tag I picked it because it was a steady job. I mean, I I picked accounting because I really love math. I thought it'd be a good, you know, they make a lot of money. I thought it'd be a good career for me to go in. And, you know, when we started the business, I was like, maybe I want to do this instead because I kind of just picked accounting for its stability. And uh, when I finally went to college, I'm you know, I finished my sophomore year this past year and took my first accounting class and I was like, you know, this is really boring. I was I was like, this isn't a lot of math. This isn't, you know, a lot of interesting things. It's just not for me. I was like, running a business is for me, you know, putting in all my effort into one thing. And I love interacting with customers, interacting with the community of Corinth, Mississippi, because, you know, those are the people that got me through the dog attack. I I love talking to them. People come in all the time like, are you the girl that got attacked by dogs a couple years ago? And I'm like, yes, I am. And, you know, they just talk to me about how I'm an inspiration. And I'm like, no, well, like, you praying for me was a big deal. And, you know, it got me through it. And I just, I like being able to talk to people about that because it was a major part of my life. I got through it, you know, by the grace of God because he kept me peaceful through it all. I had a peace of mind that as soon as I heard the horn honking, I was like, okay, I'm in God's hands now. You know, he He is the one. I'm going to be okay. Um, in the hospital, I trust my healthcare workers. I'm going to, you know, heal to the best of my ability. It's in his hands now. Nothing I can do that would make it any better you know he's the one that's gonna help me heal so that was just something a real God thing because if I didn't get attacked by dogs I wouldn't have the business or I wouldn't have Demi or I wouldn't have met people through it all or I wouldn't have this amazing story to tell everybody but I'm just really blessed that he showed me what I'm supposed to do through a tragic event, you know, it was just, that's how I take it as, I take it as, he's, this is his plan for me, and I'm gonna follow it, it's not, oh, I hate that this happened, or anything, I I just really believe that that's what God meant for me to go through, and I'll take it, you know, like, I'm not gonna complain about it, it's very much an amazing story to tell, and where I am now is because of it, it's, 
not a sad story. You know, people tiptoe around it, and um, I'm like, no, like, I'll tell you every detail, but I don't think you want to hear it, you know, like, it's very, you know, graphic once you get into the many details, but that's just my little story, and... Well, I think, um, Tess, you could have easily given up. Yeah. Or just, I mean, she left out all the gory details, but it was really bad. Um, and she kind of plays it off, but she does a really good job of telling. And um, I think that it would have been so easy for you not to go to college. You could have been, woe is me, mm-hmm. you know, just down and out. And she, you were never that way. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a testament to, I mean, I think all yeah. our family, yeah. our yeah. belief, mm-hmm. our belief system, yeah. trusting in the Lord, um, because he does have a great plan for us. Mm-hmm. And it may not be what we think, mm-hmm. or sometimes we try to take over. Mm-hmm. And then he has to autocorrect, yeah. you know. But um, so... So to preface that, my sister Anna is a nurse, mm-hmm. and she has been a nurse. Yeah. I can't remember for how many years. Um, it's like sixteen. Sixteen, yeah, 16. okay, sixteen years. So um, she has always been, in, you know, an awesome nurse because she has so much patient patience and empathy, and and um, just she's an awesome nurse. So to have her there. Mm-hmm to take care of Tess and all the people in the community and the hospital that Tess was at was where she worked mm-hmm. and everybody just came together. And I think, you know, God just, you know, orchestrates all of that. Mm-hmm. And, um, so to see that, but then, you know, for him to, it was just a, mm-hmm. a, a happening that Allison was selling the store. Yeah. She was renting mm-hmm. my space yeah. because I have several properties mm-hmm. downtown that I rent out. And so Allison texted me and was like, hey, do you know anybody that would like to buy a boutique? And I'm like, hmm, my sister has three girls, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and they love clothes. So let me text her. And so, and, and again, Tess was at home and mm-hmm. she, she was, you know, kind of down and out that she wasn't at college. And this was a... Yeah, she was kind of bored, and so she and Anna just jumped on this, Mm -hmm. and they have run with it, and so Tess, you said now, I think that's so funny that, um, you know, you said accounting is boring now, and you just went into that for a job. Mm -hmm. You thought it would be a good way to make money, and I think so many of our youth do that, Mm -hmm. and it's so sad, Mm -hmm. you know, um, College is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm an ex-educator, and I will say that college is not for everybody. <laughs> and, you know, even in these, these times, you know, mm-hmm. a college degree used to be something. Yeah. Now, not so much. I mean, and I've seen it, and you've seen it, that you can be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. A lot of our CFOs, mm-hmm. our CEOs of these huge companies, they have no college education. Mm-hmm. So, you know, speak to that. I know... Anna's wanting you, your mom is wanting you to finish college, which, you know, you've already started, so it'll be something for you, but, and I know we've had this discussion, you know, um, you've wanted to stop and just run the store full time, and your mom's like, no, you're going to finish, you're going to finish, and which, Tess, you were valedictorian? Yes. Valedictorian of her class. Yeah, star student. So she had full ride, Mm -hmm. you know, all of her college is paid for, so um, she is taking advantage of that and going ahead and getting her accounting Mm -hmm. degree. So, um, but tell me, what are some things that you've learned through the store? And just being so young, Mm -hmm. you were 19 when you started Mm -hmm. with Anna. And so, 
what's your target audience? What are some things that you've learned? Um, maybe some ups and downs that you've dealt with, maybe employees and, and learning how to do different things. So tell me a little bit about that. So as she said, yes, I really did want to just quit college right after I was like, I don't really need it. I have the boutique, you know, I have a little safety to fall back on. You know, Corinth, Mississippi is a really low cost of living. It's a perfect space, but, you know, you don't really need that much money. But um, so I went back to college anyway because, like she said, I was Victorian star student. I had an amazing ACT score um, and... I got my college paid for, and the only reason I didn't quit college was because it was paid for, you know, and I feel like a degree is something that I could fall back on. I'm very much a plan-oriented person. I'm very much OCD. I like to know what's happening, what's going to happen, you know, and if this doesn't happen, I need to plan for backup. I have so many backup plans to backup plans, and a degree is one of them. And and two, like Mississippi State University, mm-hmm. they were amazing. Mm-hmm. Like the president of the college yeah. sent you a letter. I mean, they were phenomenal mm-hmm. through all of your incident yeah. and everything. So just wanted to shout out to Mississippi yeah. State University. Yeah. But, um, you know, at the beginning of college, when I moved down there and was living by myself, uh, Demi didn't get to go with me because she had a little bit of separation anxiety whenever I would step out of the apartment. She would start barking and, you know, she wouldn't eat or she would throw up because she would eat so fast because, you know, she was starving. And so she had to go home and it was very much during the dog attack, you know, I stayed home all the time. I had, I got a closer connection with my mom because, you know, any teenager and their mom's going to have a, you know, a tension throughout their relationship, but we got really close and, you know, something like this brings a family together. And I I went home every other weekend, you know, also because of the store, you know, I'm, I'm co-owner. I'm, my mom works full time. I'm the business person. I'm the one who, you know, pays our taxes and does all of our uh, forms and runs all the errands and stuff. And so I would come home just to see how everything was running and, you know, see my dog because she's, you know, part of the major major reason why I came home all the time. But, you know, and going through it, meeting new people, I just, I just learned to love college. You know, as, as she said, many people don't need college to become successful. And I'm a firm believer in that. I mean, the only reason I'm in college is because backup plan, you know, that's just, just me. I, I've learned more about business with just working with Emmy through Rowan House and, you know, learning as, uh, run this business you know me and my mom are just learning I mean we have uh many problems we run into and me and her keep like asserting each other we're like okay assuring that we're new at this you know we're gonna have bumps in the road it's not going to go smooth sailing so you know uh you just learn throughout all uh I will say I don't learn that much in business classes because a lot of it doesn't really pertain to a small business, you know, it's more like corporate, you know, very much looking at the economy and other businesses and seeing how you can outdo your competition and stuff like that. That's really much the business that I've gone through. As I said, I'm only a sophomore, but I have learned a lot from just, you know, 
being around my aunt and, you know, surrounding myself with more business people. You know, when you uh, are a little street, I know a lot of the business owners, you know, I'm I'm connected with the community. I, I'm very much, you know, if I see them, I'll say hello. We usually talk about like, oh, have you been busy today? Or, you know, and we talk about that kind of stuff. And um, as you keep doing this, you learn, you know, how much you need to buy, when the time, you know, right now it's really slow because everyone's on vacation. But, you know, when Christmas hits, you got to put all your money into inventory because it's going to go like fast. But you just learn through that and like she said, I'm, I was 19 when I started this, so, uh, you know, that's been a trip because I am a full-time college student and running a business, you know, and trying to grow it in a fast market pace. You know, everyone's buying online, you know, doing boutiques and stuff, and it's very hard to compete with competitors because, you know, stuff like that. But So, Tess, how old were you? 16 when you came to work for me at Rowan House? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. So mm-hmm. you had, what, three years mm-hmm. you were with me? Yeah. Um, almost four before they, well, before you went to college yeah. and started the store. So she got to see a little bit about, like, how I purchased inventory, how we dealt with customers, interaction, how important it was to, um, you know, always have a smile on your face, always be busy because there's so much to do. But I think she found out. How those- fun it was. It was so <laughs> fun, you know? It was fun, mm-hmm. but also how much behind the scenes she didn't realize went yeah. on. So I think that those are some things that you've learned, mm-hmm. just like you said, paying taxes mm-hmm. and, and paying your The employ- not fun things, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah the not right. fun things. So, you know, um, but you've been phenomenal, and I think that's so awesome. Okay, so tell us a little bit about who you market to. Okay, so the store that we bought from was very young, contemporary, very targets to teenagers and college students, you know, and I'm a college student. I have a 16-year-old sister, and, you know, we wanted to keep that because usually the surrounding stores when we started, they were, you know, not targeted strictly to you know, teenagers or younger people. So, uh, so there was a need for that. Yes, there was a need for that. And I really, I really like to be able to buy something that I like, you know, that's really fun because I know that's going to sell if, you know, someone like me and I'm so connected in the community. I know a lot of people who would buy the same stuff I do. And, you know, but on the other side, my mom, she's, you know, older, she's, you know, like, she likes some of the stuff that I like, but she also has her own taste, so we kind of target to both audiences, you know, she's, I don't want to say her age, but she's a little bit older than me, but, uh, so, it's different audiences, but we kind of do our own ordering. I will go through a brand and order certain things, and she'll go through the same brand and add more things to the cart that's different from what I would think, but, you know, everyone comes in, and it's so it's so nice to hear when people come in. This is the store that I love. You know, this is they're always gonna have something cute. Everything's cute in here. It's gonna fit me right. It's gonna be for this certain occasion. I just love this store, and I love hearing that because you know it's my baby. It's it's you know not as my baby as Demi, but you know it's it's something that me and my mom have done together, and you know I take pride in that because. You're supposed to take pride in things that you do, but uh, I, yeah, we target to 
basically everybody. You know, we have different things for different people, but um, we're hoping we can expand to more outside of what we have now. But, you know, we're just growing. We just hit a year in, what was it, May, April, something like that. And so, uh, you know, we're growing, but we are doing amazing for just being a a year old boutique but and so you have online mm-hmm. and yes. then so like being in college has helped you connect yes. because in our previous podcast we talked about the importance of connecting yes. and connecting is so important especially in business um just in general because making connections uh opens new doors it allows mm-hmm. you to do things that you wouldn't have normally done so through college, mm-hmm. even though you didn't want to be there, mm-hmm. you probably met a lot of new people, um, experienced a lot of new things. And too, with the online store, mm-hmm. those people are able to order yes. mm-hmm. from whatever you have. So tell us. And a lot of people who go to Mississippi State mm-hmm. also live in Corinth. Yes. Like, I know a lot of people who, you know, they go to Ole Miss, too, mm-hmm. or, you know. And so what I really focus on is – you know, during game times, you know, during football season, you really dress up, you wear maroon and white, or you wear uh, red and blue, you know, I've really tried to, being a college student, I know that there's a need for uh, game day outfits and stuff like that, and also when it comes to, uh, you know, classroom attire, I want something comfy, but also cute, you know, you even though I wear sweatshirts every day, but, you know, you learn what people my age want because I do the same things that everyone else does. So I need certain tops that can be worn out to the bars or to, uh, you know, other parties or stuff like that. So that's really, you know, it helps me figure out instead of just everyone in Corinth, you know, that they don't really go to bars or, you know, they don't really go out to that many parties. They don't dress up, but you do in big college towns. So that really, uh, it, it helps me because I need that stuff. So I'm going to make sure it's in my store because other people need it and, you know, stuff like that. But um, for those of you that don't know, we sit in the upper northeast corner of Mississippi. So we have probably four major colleges around mm-hmm. us. We've got Ole Miss, um, which is in Oxford, Mississippi. We've got Mississippi State Start with Starkville, Mississippi. We've got UNA, mm-hmm. which is in Florence, mm-hmm. Alabama. And then we have Memphis, which is really close as mm-hmm. well. So, And we are in the South, yeah. so game day, game day is huge. huge. <laughs> it's, it's, it's. And everybody dresses up. We've got our heels on, mm-hmm. our dresses. And, you know, so that's a very, very important thing for us in the south and so that's what she's talking about when she targets game day because um we really really put big emphasis on game day Mm -hmm. and you know you don't wear the same outfit twice you know you you take a picture in it post it for game day and then you sell it you know it's just you know taking pictures and you know being a social media presence is really big to all the college girls in Mississippi and that's not a bad thing I do the same thing you know I I like to take a picture in it post it and never wear it again and you know that's kind of it helps my business because you need to buy more things but uh yeah that's just a big thing that I really focus on during especially this time I'm looking for maroon all the time because I go to to state and their colors are maroon and white so I'm trying to emphasize that but I also have to look for other colors and you know make sure those are stocked because I have people come in all the time asking you know we're having a navy game or a red game and 
last year I wasn't prepared for it, so I was like, oh, I think the shop next door to us does. And I'm, I'm very good about, you know, if I don't have it, I know which boutique usually does, so um, I like to support other businesses. But, you know, just learning, like I said, learning that you need, you know, a lot of game day stuff at the beginning of August, and, you know, you got to keep carrying it because football season is forever, but, you know, that's just one of the things that I've learned from being a college student. Well, I think, too, that, um, you know, she talked about sending and referring to other boutiques. Um, I hope that I've instilled that in, to her in her brain, and I've uh, preached it and preached it, that working together and the more boutiques we have, the more people are going to come through, mm-hmm. more foot traffic we're going to have. So um, she does a really good job about that and just referring to other boutiques. If she doesn't have it, then then you send mm-hmm. them somewhere else. Yeah. Okay, um, so let me ask you this. So back to the dog attack. Mm-hmm. How many more surgeries and things do you have coming up? Okay, so I had about three or four surgeries when it all happened. Like I had a... I had my leg, it was kind of cut open really bad to where they had to uh, put me under and stitch it up. And then I had one on my left side of my face. I had a huge hole. They thought my my carotid nerve had got nicked or whatever it's called. I don't know. But that got nicked and they had to go in and make sure there was no nerve damage. Um, I had facial therapy just because it got most of my face and we were just making sure that my mouth was able to move as much as it does. Um, I had previous ear problems in my right ear. I don't have the best hearing. I've had a hearing aid before the dog attack, but um, also the dogs took off my ear. I always forget to, you know, take that off, but my right ear is gone. Like half of it, they took the top half of my ear. So it's kind of sewed to the side and it looks, I, I like to say it's a piglet ear just because it's a little baby, but um. So I've had a couple surgeries with that just because they have to, my ear, my ear hole is so small. I can't wear earbuds or anything. And they try to enlarge that, but it didn't really make it bigger. But, um, so, uh, I've now where I'm at is maybe the only surgeries I'll ever need is for my ear or if I wanted to have cosmetic surgery to help on my scars, you know, I have them you know, in random places on my bodies. But, I mean, I actually like my scars. I like to embrace them. I um, I like it when my scars are showing. I mean, I, I really love to just show my battle scars because, you know, I went through a lot. I like to tell my story. I like to, you know, brag about how brave I was. But, you know, I also like to brag on my God for being there. You know, like I love to talk about my faith through it all because that's a major part of what got me through it. But, um yeah, that's about it. I still go to um, some doctors just to follow up, but basically now it's just, you know, I I used to go to doctors twice a week in mm-hmm. Memphis, but now it's kind of, you know, twice a year, which is a blessing Amazing. because I have so much going on all the time. But yeah, that's about where I'm at. I am right now, and, you know, I'm very embracing of what happened to me, but... Good deal. Um, well, you're a beautiful young lady, even with your scars, and your scars just accentuate that. Um, so, where do you see yourself maybe in five years? Oh, goodness. In five years, hopefully... Let's see. In five years, hopefully, I just graduated with my MBA, because that's what I'm planning on doing. I, uh, 
I moved from accounting and now I'm a business major. Um, I'm going to get my four years, so I have two more years of that. And then I'm hoping to do my MBA online through Mississippi State. And so that'll be another two years. So hopefully I'll be settling down in Corinth, Mississippi, you know, buying a house, staying with my dog, you know. Uh, you know, there's hopes for a husband out there, but I'm not really pushing it. You know, it's not a big deal to me, but, uh, you know, um I'm hoping that Anna and Anna has grown to where I can do another little shop. I want I want to expand into other genres of a boutique and let my mom still be in on it because, you know, she does have a full-time job and I really want to, you know, make this my thing. And, you know, and I want to be able to make Anna and Anna a huge thing because, when I do my MBA online, I'll be able to work full-time at the shop as well, and that's what I'm really focusing on. I'm focusing on, you know, promoting it and making it bigger and, you know, just, I don't know, just making it more successful than it is right now. It's just business. There's so much you can do with it, and there's so much growth that can happen, and, you know, the sky's the limit, and I'm hoping that I can grow exponentially in the next couple of years but I'm hoping I'm stable and hopefully I can stay in Corinth but you know we never know but okay so tell everybody where they can find you like where is Anna and Anna how can they contact you okay perfect uh Anna and Anna is so it's kind of a weird you know Anna and Anna you really can't do the and sign in you know Instagram or Facebook or you know uh websites but okay so Anna and Anna is in Corinth Mississippi if you ever find yourself there we are at 604 Wick Street Corinth Mississippi I get a lot of people from out of town and they say that they love the experience of shopping downtown because we have a lot of stores we have you know Borum's drugstore we have places to eat and you know Bucks and they they liked going there just because you know it's cheaper than if you chop, shop in Memphis or Jackson or anything but if you do find yourself in Corinth, I do recommend coming because it's a beautiful town. I love it. But I'm located there if you would like to shop online. Uh, so our Facebook is Anna and Anna Clothing Co. Just look it up. It's a white loco with black lettering, very cursive Anna and Anna written. That's our Facebook. And then our Instagram is Anna X Anna Clothing Co. And it'll have the same logo there. And our website is in the bios of each of those, so you can just click on that, and you'll see our whole, you know, inventory on there, and if you see anything you like, we will be happy to ship it, you know, we love getting new customers if from out of town, we, you know, just love that, but. Yeah. Uh, Instagram? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you say that. Okay. So um, it's been great talking to you today, Tess, and uh, hanging out with y'all. Loved being at the beach with y'all. So um, hopefully I'll get the other side of the story from the other Anna soon, and we'll be posting that in our podcast. But if you want to reach out to her, I'll have that in the show notes. And um, what a great story. What a great testimony. And I love you. You're great. And we'll talk to you later. Bye. So what are today's takeaways? Number one, that we can connect and learn from other entrepreneurs, other business owners, other women, even if they're younger than we are. Number two, give credit where credit is due. In Tessa's situation, she went through a difficult situation 
and came out of it and gave praise to her Lord Jesus Christ. Thirdly, connecting is key. Connections, connections, connections. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and look forward to hanging out with you soon.